0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from the folks at Ultimate Bundles. We provide collections of resources at deep discounts during flash sales throughout the year. Discover valuable ebooks, courses, printables, and videos on topics such as homeschooling, productivity, homemaking, health and wellness, building your home business, natural remedies, essential oils. The list goes on and on. Stay informed with the current and upcoming sales at breakthroughhomeschooling.com/follow welcome back to the you can homeschool podcast where pat fenner and tracy hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling the good the bad and the brilliant go ahead and grab your favorite drink find a cozy spot and join this week's lively discussion
1: Welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hagerman, the Happy Homeschooler, and I'm here once again with the lovely Pat Benner from Breakthrough Homeschooling. <laughs> so today's topic we want to talk about great part-time jobs for teens, and or or your kids maybe they're not even teens. Um, but one of the reasons we wanted to bring this up is we want to talk a little bit about the value of your kids having a part-time job. And again, this is. Really, really, really dependent on your family dynamics. If you have time to drive your kids to a job, uh, or maybe can they walk to the job? There's a lot of things at play, and there's also a lot of things about um, when should your child, if if that appeals to you, start, you know, looking for a part time job. So we're going to handle some of those things today. But I wanted to start with the value of a part time job, and one of the reasons. Um, I know myself personally, the reasons I thought it was a good idea for my kids to have a part-time job is I always had a part-time job, um, you know, from babysitting. Uh, I used to sell a cos- cosmetics. Um, I won't name the company because I don't know if I'm allowed to do that here. And, um, and I, I sold cosmetics to people when I wasn't even allowed to wear cosmetics because my parents wouldn't let me, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But it was just a little job I had it on the side. And one of the things that I found it did for myself and for my siblings, it, is it taught us the value of money, mm-hmm. it really taught us the value of money and how to save and how to manage money. So that was something I wanted to teach my children. So for us, part-time jobs um, were something that we, we incorporated into our homeschool. And a second value we all, I also found is When your kids are always accountable to you Mm -hmm. for their work for their chores for you know, you know, helping their sister with something. I found that there comes a time either as a um, between 10 and 13 years old. I surveyed my friends on this, but they found there was a period of time that hits as kids grow that they're tired of being accountable to mom Mm -hmm. and it's good for them to learn to be accountable to someone else other than mom or dad. And again, this is another uh, thing with part-time jobs that can help. So I'm going to pass it to you,
2: Pat. What, what, how did you feel about part-time jobs and what did your kids do? Yeah, I, um, I'm like you, Tracy. I was working from when I, as long as I remember. Uh, and even before, I guess it was like legal. <laughs> to, You know, I was underage. My parents would pay me to go to widows or uh, homebound people to clean their homes. And um, it was really interesting because it also gave me an opportunity to really, you know, get to know these people. And I know a lot of times we used to go to a nursing home with the kids. And when we first started going there, there were, there's kind of like this fear about older people. And I'm sure there's a reason for it and you know, won't go into that, but, you know, Interacting with them regularly kind of got you over that. And that's what that did for me, too. So there were there were other benefits, you know, besides just the money. But, yeah, my parents just they emphasized the the value of working hard. Our kids had jobs. And I agree with you about that 10 to 13 range. And so uh, I remember one of my sons got a job at a local uh, chicken restaurant, which is very popular around here. And the owners were actually friends of ours, and we, it was his first job. And he did not; he's not a morning person. He didn't like to wake up in the morning. And because he was homeschooled, of course, they gave him day shifts because we could work school around it. He eventually lost that job, which was a blow. But he couldn't get himself up in the morning, and that was a real life lesson: the being responsible or accountable to somebody else besides mom. Like there are consequences in life if you don't follow through. So that was a huge lesson for him. And the other thing I, I found that it really helped, we have friends that say, well, my kids are in school, you know, that's their job. But I don't, you know, I don't know. I think there's some research that will back me up on this. But my experience is that the kids who do have work in addition to school learn amazing time management skills. And if you only... And I know school can be a lot of work. I mean, I, you know, I went to college too and I worked through college and I know that it can be stressful sometimes during finals and everything. But when you know that you have a job to go to and you have time, that's that you're accountable to somebody else for that time and you have to go to class and you have, a, you know, you figure out ways to manage your time that you might not if you were only going to school. So I, I think that's even another benefit too, is the, the time management opportunities. Absolutely, and employers nowadays, when they look at
1: uh, resumes, they're not just looking at academics anymore. They're looking for a well-rounded person, someone who has shown accountability, responsibility, and that comes through a part-time job or through volunteering. That mm-hmm. can also be part of it. But I think today we're concentrating on part-time right. jobs and, and some ideas. Right. Um, and you were talking about, you know, your son learned through that. Yeah, it's hard to get up in the morning, but sometimes you just got to do what's hard. And I found, you know, the same thing with my kids. They had to be at work. um, One particular uh, place that they worked for, a couple of them worked for, they had to be at work 10 minutes to the hour, even though they weren't paid for that 10 minutes. And it kind of made them, well, why do I have to be there 10 minutes? Even if I'm not paid. But the organization was actually write them up and put it in a file if they were late. So it was just... Again, them being accountable to someone else mm-hmm. that this was important. The reason they wanted them 10 minutes early is that as they changed shifts, right. people, shifts they, they were all confident that they could do the switch right on the hour because so-and-so mm-hmm. so was there. They weren't sending someone home and that other person was late and right. they didn't have someone to cover. So. You know, I, I, I agree with you. I think it really does teach accountability and sometimes because we're always it and they don't sometimes <laughs> see the consequences uh-huh. of their, that it's, it's really a good and healthy thing. Now, I also want to say here that I do not believe in like crazy work hours while they're going to school. They have to learn to balance for themselves, you know, speaking up at work and saying, no, this is my availability. I'd love to help you out. But I do have an exam mm-hmm. at, at 830
2: usually, or I have an 830 class the next morning. It doesn't make sense. So, well, it, and it's a, yeah, that's a great time to start uh, uh, incorporating the, the concept of boundaries and and at work, you know, just because their boss asks them doesn't mean they have to say yes, which is, yeah. which is kind of a transition because, you know, depending on how you're your relationship is with your, with your child. A lot of times our, we raise our kids to be like the yes, ma'am kind of thing, or yes, sir. Like if you're asked to do something, you do it, right? Because normally we won't be asking them to do things that are unreasonable. Okay, there may be exceptions. But so, um, but so they have this compliance, which isn't necessarily healthy to carry into an employment situation. But that's all, you know, like stuff you have to work out as you grow up. Uh, absolutely.
1: So there's a lot of value in mm-hmm. the in the job thing, and also I also found that it also makes you more confident as you have to go to uh, interviews, professional interviews, because you've already been through the interview process. Right. You know, working in fast food or, or whatever it is, they've already had those times where they've they've already had that experience. So it, it, once you've been through something, it always makes it easier the next mm-hmm. time. So it's already prepping them, you know, how to do their little resume and how to, uh, you know, how to speak to the manager, how to look them in the eye, how to shake their hand when they go in, how to dress for an interview. I know my daughter, she was applying to a fast food place and I had taught her, you always dress up. It doesn't matter if you're going to a lawn care job. Right. Well, when she started working, you know, she'd introduce and they're like, oh, you're the one who came in dressed (laughs) in the, but she got the job. She got the job on the spot and maybe she still would have. But she was memorable because she had taken right. the, the job serious and she looked like she was serious going in. So she had dress pants. She had a little uh, suit jacket on and, and it didn't matter. She was memorable and they took her seriously
2: and she got the job and she was proud of that. Yeah. The the other thing, too, going on interviews, whether or not you uh, anticipate your child getting the job is really good practice for them. When we first moved to the home we're living in, my daughter was a little bit underage. She was 15, our youngest. And um, I wanted her to get practice of going to interviews. She had, had, you know, like dog walking and babysitting jobs and everything. But I know she knew she was in, getting in high school. She was old enough to really start working. So I said, hey, this, this restaurant is is uh, interviewing. Let's just go for a trial interview. Like, let's, so you get practice in, in doing interviews. Like, don't worry about getting the job, which took a lot of pressure off her, you know. Let's just go for the experience. And she got the job, which like, kind of blew the two of us away because that's, we weren't expecting that at all. But, but she really carried herself well, you know, for the interview and you never know what's going to happen. And it is good practice to to do that, to just go through them and see what happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you were
1: talking about, uh, you mentioned a couple of jobs that your kids had dog walking and babysitting. Yeah. So tell me more about that. How did they end up starting those jobs? How did how did they get into
2: that? You know, they were just like neighbors that knew the kids. And, you know, because we homeschooled, too, our neighbors knew that we were home during the day. So that kind of opened up the door to, hey, you know, I've got to run to the store. Can you watch the baby? Or, um, you know, I, I've got a business meeting all day today. I won't be able to, to get home to let the dog out. Would you do that kind of thing? So, so I, you know, I guess kind of because we homeschooled and our neighbors knew that, it just kind of opened the door, you know, for things like that. But something popped into my head that I, I wanted to say about the um, the comment about my son losing his job early, you know, with his first job. Well, uh, that is hard on moms. Let me tell you. Oh. I just I just want to warn you that, uh, or I want to encourage you on that. It is not necessarily a reflection on you or your parenting or your homeschooling skills. Your kids, once they're old enough to be operating and functioning out in the world, even if it's a, just a part-time job. Uh, need to become responsible for themselves and they make they will make bad decisions just like we all do sometimes, but they learn from them. So, so I would say, like, it was a blow to my ego. I, I would, I was surprised I had to really sit and thought of, about what was going on for me personally, because mm. I felt like it was a reflection on me, you know, but, um, no, he made decisions and he knew what needed to happen and it didn't happen. And so, he, I mean, he did learn from that. And your kids can too, uh, if you help them walk through it and process it, but just don't take it personally. <laughs> Much better for them to learn at that first job
1: than Absolutely. at their professional job when there's, you know, a meeting first thing in the morning and they should be there and they don't take it seriously. Absolutely.
2: And, and if that income, that job is paying for their apartment and they lose it because of that, you know, like, So, um,
1: my kids had some, some jobs as well, um, before they were of age to, to work. And again, it was similar. Like I have a daughter who's very, uh, talented in, um, writing music and piano and I mean, she's totally involved in the music industry. Um, but she was asked by a neighbor of ours, um, if she would be willing to teach piano. And Uh so it was a friend two doors down who knew us really well and had seen my daughter play at church and stuff. But she had a friend around the corner from us who we didn't know who had a daughter who was six and wanted to learn um, piano. And so this friend had reached out to our neighbor and said, you know anyone? And, and she's like, oh, the Hegerman family, their daughter, you know, and my daughter was only 11 at the time. So I was like, well, she's only 11. Like, you know, I don't think that's going to work. But the mom's like, oh, but could like you're just around the corner from us. Um, this would work because I work full time. Could we just try it out and see? Uh And so I asked my daughter and she's like, sure, mom, that sounds like fun. And she would, you know, get paid for it, whatever. And so we started a couple and then my daughter came home and said, oh, it's so much fun. And the girl is so cute. And the mom was like, my daughter really likes your daughter. And she was wanting to practice or whatever. So it's, it was this little trial thing. And then my my daughter ended up teaching her for a couple of years, actually. And through that time acquired some other students. So she was only like 11 at the time <laughs> and then started this. And, you know, I was like, do you want me to help you with the lesson? Like I kind of showed her, you know, and she goes, well, I know from my music teacher what to do. Oh, mm-hmm. So she had kind of done it, show me her first or second. And that was it. She was on, she was just on her way. And she didn't look at it as a, you know, um, burden she loved it so she had these little students most of them in walking distance from our house and proceeded to do that so it was one of those things where it sort of just happened Uh but she was already you know out and about in the community doing it volunteer like she was at church playing um the piano and stuff and so someone saw her and then you know so it was just by them being out and about and doing things that they love that this little business started and, and grew to a point that she was doing weddings and funerals and uh, school events and she'd never been in the school. And so it was just interesting how
2: it, how it can grow. Um, that's, sort of that's amazing. And, and, you know, I mean, we talk about, we've talked about before about how homeschool and the concept, the whole format and everything is very entrepreneurial for moms, even. Um, but you know, hey, kids can do that too. We have the flexibility of time and and the availability during the day uh, to do stuff like that. And what a great service that was too for that mom. I mean, she, she, she was happy. She was really happy. And you
1: know, my daughter was getting paid, and and, and I was really big from the beginning of saying save. You've heard me talk really? about this. And another thing, save eighty percent, spend ten, and give ten away or tithe ten. And so even that 10% of that money she was made was huge at 11 years old. She'd go to the dollar store and get whatever or, and, you know, and she had to work out. um, I think the first time she was teaching, I think I purchased for her the books that she would need, but I think from then on she purchased her own stuff. And so she was figuring out budgeting how much of the money did she need to put invest back in so she could have a workbook and, and that sort of thing. So again, there was so many benefits from that little, and and again, I was the one at the beginning saying, "Well, she's only eleven. I I don't think yeah. she'd
2: really be interested." And
1: I was getting in the way of something great.
2: <laughs> you know? I'll tell you, you know, our kids. I think we don't give them as much credit as they deserve sometimes because they. I think they find. Well, my experience has been, you know, that when there's a situation that they really are vested into in or interested in, they will rise to the occasion. I think sometimes we have to caution between wanting our kid wanting to protect our kids and that's why we don't let them work because we feel like oh we, we don't want to you know burden them or make stress them out now of course i agree with you tracy how you were saying you have to watch hours like you're not going to expect a 13 year old to work a 40 hour work week you know it's got to be within means but it's okay if they feel a little bit of stress you know a little bit of stress yeah. means something's not quite right and they have to work it out but if they never feel that they never work things out. You know, There's never a, they never learn how to achieve balance in, in whatever they're doing. So, um, and while they're home, is a great opportunity for that to happen because the stakes aren't quite as high as if they're adults and they're on their own. And then it's kind of like the pride thing. They don't really want to ask for help, you know. I mean, it gets complicated as they get older. So, the, you know, the earlier, the younger you start this process of helping them, encouraging them to work, the better i think yeah so so a couple other ideas of things for
1: kids to do between and i was mentioning between 10 and 13 which seems so young but one of my friends who had a number of girls one of the things her girls would do when they were between again 10 and 13 because there i think there were seven seven girls in the family her girls would go over and help another family as a mother's helper while the mother was still on site so not old enough to be babysitting, but because they had younger siblings themselves, they would go into the home for a couple hours in an afternoon. And that mother might say, could you play with the toddler while I'm doing dishes or t- or doing something with the other one? And so that was a real gift to mm-hmm. another mom. But again, they didn't have to be 15 or 16 or whatever. And a couple of her daughters, my understanding, uh, ended up doing that. And it gave them some responsibility that they can do that. And I think that's a, a huge skill, like, you know, going into a home and seeing all the things that a mom has to do mm-hmm. and being able to be a part and help out that mom. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's also a, a sense of self-esteem usually goes up when you, you help someone else. It really helps kids feel like they were of value. Mm-hmm. And again, that could be done in a volunteer capacity or in a paid capacity. Mm-hmm. And my caution here with volunteer, and I'm going to, to mention this, Absolutely. If, if, you know, you as a family, you know, your child wants to give and that's something they want to go help the neighbor and they want to do that volunteer. That's wonderful. Just make sure that people don't take advantage of your children, because I have seen that, too, where there's an expectation of, well, don't you usually come on Mondays and how come you're not available and that kind of thing? Sometimes it it can go over the line. So, again, that's the only caution I would say is sometimes people will take advantage of that. For the mm-hmm. most part, they won't. Right. Uh, and sometimes some of those trial things, like, you know, how would you go over and shovel the neighbor's driveway? You know, he's a little older whatever. He doesn't have a snowblower or whatever. You go over, shovel, and the kids will just go do it for nothing. And then out of that, sometimes that will turn into a job as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, never discount those volunteer uh, things, too, for your kids. just the value of doing something for someone else with nothing in return
2: right Um, expecting nothing I mean it's not expecting nothing yeah yeah that's that's really important well the thing with the taking advantage for them is is even with a with a job when they're when it's a new job you know or when they're newly into the work world it is I've seen it happen you know some and homeschoolers do need to watch be vigilant about this because people assume who aren't familiar with homeschooling well, you're home all day. What else are you doing? Like, of course you have school, but they don't think that. So, you know, it is possible for an employer to give your kids either too many hours or hours that aren't, uh, don't work with your homeschooling schedule. So you you do have to be careful with that. And that's, that's a role that you, you should play because your child's still living at home, right? They're learning how to find their voice and say, no, I, I can't do these hours, you know, or something. So you can coach them through that kind of stuff, but Absolutely. I know
1: my, my youngest was really keen to get a, a, a real job. She called it at 15. Because <laughs> okay. Her siblings had jobs, and my youngest really loves to have money to spend. And so she really wanted a job, and she ended up at a fast food, which was actually a great place to start because a lot of fast food places will give the younger kids um, three-hour shifts, no longer than three hours. Right. And we're in Canada, and I love that because that is a good starting amount of time. Um, you know, sometimes you'll get in these places. My, my other daughter was at the coffee shop, and there were eight-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. That was hard. Like, yeah. it was five to eight hours. And for, you know, for someone brand new, that's, that's really hard, you know? So some of the fast food places I think are a great place because they're with other young people. They have to be on task because mm-hmm. they're usually very busy. Um, but usually they will allow uh, shorter shifts. So I, 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 you know, kudos to those places. Um, and, and it also taught my kids they didn't want to work there forever. <laughs> Cause it's really hard work for a little bit of money. But
2: again, I think it's a great starting point. Into yeah. the, into the well, you know, that's a, that's a good lesson, too. I mean, not to be, and I don't mean to be a, a, a job snob, you know, <laughs> I've never <laughs> but, heard that. I like that. A job I stop. stop. Yeah, like, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to be a garbage man. But of course, we need garbage men. And we need, and actually, this isn't a part time thing. But if, you, if your student is, is kind of in high school and not quite figured out what they want to do, uh, my husband's in construction and he points out that uh, trades are like begging young people right now. And if you can get a job, even a job like as a apprentice or something, you know, which could be part time to uh, what are the two trades? He said elect- uh, electric, electrician and plumbing, because no matter how technical our society gets, we're always going to need light or the power to run it. And people are always going to poop. <laughs> <laughs> and what a great skill for a dad. Oh, to have, yeah.
1: A mom or a dad to have right. when something breaks at home. Oh yeah. I yeah. personally think there should be a course in high school specifically on that. Like, you know, the oven's not working and the first thing you do is like, oh, okay, I got to get someone." Well, no, maybe it's just a fuse. Maybe right. the fuse went out. Like, maybe it's whatever. Like, you know, like I think that would be an awesome yeah. <laughs> course for, <laughs> for anyone and everyone. But getting back to some of the, you know, some of the ideas for, right. for jobs, um, One of them, another job that um, can be helpful is some people like help with decluttering their home. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a child who is quite tidy and really good at organized and and that that's a little they can put up a, you know, a little flyer on their local mailbox or whatever and basically say, you know, decluttering by the hour need help decluttering like that's another one or raking leaves or mowing lawns Mm -hmm. babysitting is again a a
2: great one which we all know of Um, and that is such an appreciated i mean do i i don't know a mom on the face of the planet that wouldn't appreciate a break like even if your kids you know just an hour or two a week for it would be it's just such a gift to a mom she'll gladly pay
1: (laughs) for that absolutely and you know my youngest daughter She's probably the one who did the most babysitting. She just loves kids and she's really outgoing. But she had a like um like a nanny job for the summer mm-hmm. and, it, and she was also a lifeguard. So they had an outdoor pool. So they wanted someone who was trained so the kids could swim during the day. So um, they paid my daughter quite well because she was certified as a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. But the thing that my daughter did that I think really made the difference is she would go over there with this big bag full of toys and crafts and games and stuff that we had homeschooling. And so she would spend time with the kids doing all these fun, neat things that they'd never, you know, had, had done before. And they were telling her how fun she was. She was Mm -hmm. so much more fun than their last babysitter. And the mom at the end of the summer, uh, my daughter was going away to university. And so she gave her as a gift, a a bunch of gift cards, like grocery gift cards, like I thought was way more than she ever needed. But she just said she was just so thankful of how my daughter had put in
2: such an effort. It wasn't just common. Okay, what do the kids want to do? Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. My um, son worked part time as a tutor also. And uh, he kind of got that job. Talk about, you know, we, we talk about uh, dual enrollment, you know, and attending some college classes, you know, while you're still a, 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 a homeschool high schooler. Uh, And that's, they saw, he saw a sign, you know, they were looking for tutors and he was like, well, yeah, I can try it. So he ended up doing that part-time while he was there. And the other thing he did one summer, another job was, um, you mentioned being a lifeguard and he went to the Y and he took the lifeguard training course. And then that summer they hired him. When he went away to college, uh, you know, a lot of students, all of our kids ended up doing like um, on-campus jobs, you know, to help pay for their tuition. And he became a lifeguard, and his whole time through college—that's that was his, um, you know, on-campus job was the lifeguard. So, you know, sometimes a thing you might do on a whim, or they might do on a whim, morphs into something that's, you know, really practical and useful. So, absolutely, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I was putting here tutor or virtual tutor. tutor. Mm-hmm. That's a great one, especially uh, you know subjects like uh, just learning to read is a big one, or math, math yeah oh man They're always looking for math tutors so if you have a child that's really great at math and um and tutoring pays pretty well yeah so that's a good one another one is um you can canvas the neighbor the neighborhood for gardening help there's a family down um the street from us and they would put posters every summer and they would have everything from weeding uh you know whippersnipping mowing they'd have a list of things that they would do, and there was a couple siblings, and they would uh, go around, and I think they had like a, a wagon, and they had all their equipment, and they would do it, and a lot of people took them up on it. These kids are now in their 20s, and they have a whole business doing Wow, it started as a little thing, and now it's like this family-run business mm-hmm. that, that they do. So another great one is dog walking. If you like animals, That's that's a great one. And then friends of ours, they had three boys, and they were all involved in hockey and soccer and that and each of their boys became referees because they, they played it for years. They're great with kids. And so for a number of years, they were able to do that to get mm-hmm. jobs. And, and that can be just during the summer or it could be through the school year as well. So that's another
2: great idea. Yeah, that's a, a great place to check is, is the why for your local rec department for stuff like that. Because they are, they're always looking for, for people. And yeah. your kids, have, Especially if your kids have been through the program there chances are they'll probably know somebody or somebody will know them, you know. and I, I wanted to, I know we're getting out, out of time
1: here. So I wanted to say something um, when I was, you know, going through this, and I'm a huge proponent of of part-time jobs for your kids as they're growing up and then, you know, through university and that. Um, but the studies actually show that teens who work in the summer had better job satisfaction and greater future earnings than those who didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that. I just thought mm-hmm. intrinsically the value of, of working was a good thing, but I, I didn't know that. So, but
2: you know that makes so much sense because you know what we were talking about earlier when you learn things like you know a, a good work ethic and being responsible and time management skills. Those all aren't. You know, those are all applicable to any anything you do. And uh, we had an episode once on uh, soft skills that that homeschool moms learn. These are skills that your teens can learn too. And the other thing
1: I I wanted to add to that is I found that when the kids, you know, hit obstacles at work, they would come home and talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know, like a difficult customer or a difficult manager. And so they, you know, they come home kind of frustrated or whatever, but then you'd be able to talk it through with them. Well, what do you think would work and why do you think the manager reacted that way? Or, you know, like that kind of thing. And one of the one of the big things that I learned is a lot of, you know, sometimes my kids, because they wanted to be obedient or that, they would kind of wait to be told what to do. And I'm like, that manager wants you to take initiative. They don't want, you know, if the garbage is overflowing, you go take care of it. You know, like or you offer and say, Do you want me to stop this task and go do that? So we talked about that taking initiative. So I found there was a lot of those conversations went on. Mm-hmm. While they're at home, where you're seeing it before they're in their first professional job, where they're expected to already know, you know, to take initiative and, and that sort of thing. So there's so many, um, so much value in, in part-time jobs. So I, again, I, I just thought we wanted to have a, an episode on this because yeah. it's a whole other part of that homeschooling that mm-hmm. is great to incorporate.
2: Well, yeah. listen, I hope you found uh, something from our conversation here to encourage you. Um, as always, please, you know, feel free to leave comments below or uh, we have our contact information uh in the show notes as well. And if you uh want to want to hear us talking about something else, if you have a topic that you'd like to hear discussed, please feel free to use the speak, speak pipe link in our show notes and reach out to us. And if you have enjoyed this episode, we would so appreciate if you go And uh, leave us a a rating and comments, uh, a review, because that is the lifeblood of keeping uh, podcasts available for the public and spread the news to others. So we'd appreciate that. But in the meantime, thank you for your time. And uh, we love talking about homeschooling. Hope to be back next week. And And Tracy. (laughs) Remember, you can homeschool and it can be
1: absolutely awesome. Enjoy it. Okay, take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, Or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy.